Ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa. And I'm Sljana, and we're in for our now bi-weekly, bi-weekly? Bi-weekly, that sounds good. Bi-weekly podcast. Or as the Brits would say, every fortnight. Our fortnight podcast. This is our fortnight podcast. (laughs) And And you know what? It works because our word of the week was chaos. I had planned to do a bonus episode so we didn't miss it. And you know what happened? Chaos. Chaos just happened. Chaos just happened. So the word of the week is chaos if you haven't picked up on it. Right. (laughs) And why did we pick it? It's because me and you feel like we are living in it. There's COVID. Both of us have moved within the last two months. Started new jobs. Started new jobs. Feel like maybe every single thing we've ever done as a word of the week or to better ourselves and be productive have been thrown out the window. Yeah. Total shit. Like, see you later. Yeah. This total... Yeah. The, literally the other day I was like, I don't even think we can live by word of the week anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's the premises of the podcast, but I was like, I just don't know that we can do it. Like things are crazy and the hashtag COVID and just like, I, I don't know. It's just like a lot. So by, by the way, speaking of chaos, Sherwin Williams is a paint company that I've become very close with because I wander in and I'm like, Oh my God, my realtor told me I need dovetail or agreeable gray. If I never see agreeable gray again, in my oh, no, life, you talked gonna... about this. And you, did I tell agreeable you gray. that my new house has agreeable gray on the walls? Oh my gosh. This will never <laughs> leave you. <laughs> Are you going to paint the house like multicolors? Yes. I'm going to, <laughs> after watching home edit, I am now going to go through and just have a rainbow scheme. Or what's going to happen because Alex and my children have to live with me. Actually, the boys would totally be fine with that. You will see like a very adult house. And then you're going to go into the basement. That is until I get my she shed, I have a bitch basement. You're going to go down to the bitch basement. And the unfinished unfinished bitch basement is going to be like completely Lisa Frank rainbow colors. It's going to vomit glitter. And that's going to be my space because yes, agreeable gray dovetail gray. Oh, but the, I went into Sherman Williams and they have a color that is the 2020 color of the year. And I think it reflects the times we're living in. I think it's called urbane bronze, but it's definitely a gray. And it was like, damn you gray. (laughs) So I just thought like, how does the color become a color of the year? Like, is it based on like so many people purchase it? Or I don't know. know I feel like the last five colors that either Pantone has chosen or Sherwin Williams has chosen. I don't like one of them. I think three years ago was Emerald and another one was Sapphire. I can deal with those, but those aren't my colors. It's probably like a group of interns that are like, you know what? Somebody get the dart. Let's just put all the colors and whatever it lands on, that is the color of the year. (laughs) Or better yet, it's what we used to do at the Olive Garden. We're like, what's not selling that should be the special of the day? All right. Turns out Emerald's not selling these days. Let's sell it. Yeah. 
there you go. That's it. Yeah. So if, if you ever saw spaghetti Del Roca, that thing didn't sell very much. Oh, um, <laughs> but yeah. So chaos. I feel like one of the reasons that we are bi-weekly is because of the chaos. So would you just like to go over some chaos or would you like me to go first? Sure. I'll go over some chaos. I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not an idiot. I'm very smart, but... uh, You are a beautiful lady of leisure that sometimes gets thrown off balance. I am reading The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. If you ever need a pick-me-up, I want Shonda Rhimes. I want a pocket Shonda Rhimes to come out and say things like, hey, you can lose weight, but keep that booty on you. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. Yeah. And other positive things. But it's been the only saving grace right now. That and do you remember I mentioned the gentle art of death cleaning book? It's a Scandinavian term, death cleaning. I don't, but I feel like you're going to tell me about it. Well, (laughs) so I'm reading that one to help me purge all the things. But now that I've moved into the new house, I look at boxes and... You may have called me a hoarder before, but I fully now understand that I need to break out of my hoarderness because I found an achievement award from second grade oh my for the God. most well-behaved table. <laughs> I can't. And <laughs> I found my CPR card from fourth grade. Great. And my Patty Dunn's School of Gymnastics, Emerald and Ruby certificates. Just to put this into perspective, if you were actually good at gymnastics, you'd be pearl or diamond. I could not get my butt over the uneven bars. As I've discussed, I'm never going to be Shannon Miller or Dominique Dawes or any of the lovely people. Mm -hmm. But I found that and it went into the garbage. You'd be so proud of me. So I'm reading the death cleaning because I would hate for Johnny, Eric, or Alex to have to trash that for me. Well, that is so kind of you, Mm -hmm. but also I just, when you said like you had something from second grade, I made, like made me think of my mom and you'd never survive with her. Like like she would be like, no, that's it. Like if she came into your house, I think you would have like a mental breakdown. Cause you'd be like, what do you mean? You're going to get rid of this. <laughs> but I can make it into something. <laughs> exactly. It wouldn't go so well. So That's back the to the chaos of my yeah. brain. I think that COVID has atrophied my intelligence a little bit. <laughs> it's a disease. <laughs> and I think it's because like, for such, I haven't been like in an, I haven't been like a every single day in like active, like engaging work environment. Like, although I'm tell, I've like teleworked and stuff, like telework just feels different. Like some days are like crazy and you're super busy. And other days you're like, I'm listening to leadership podcasts. Like, <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I am finally like, I'm, I've been going into work since I came here. I'm fine. Like post quarantine, I've been going into work every single day. And initially it started off slow, but now it's like, it's just like a fire hose, (laughs) double the size, probably like a fire hose, the size of like an elephant's anus or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That seemed like a large comparison, but anyways. (laughs) I mean, 
I think it's a good analogy. It made me think of a picture that was on my dad's desk for many years. And it's a guy giving an elephant an enema. And my dad said he kept it there to keep things into perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. So now we're like, we're running like multiple sets of interviews and the, the panel members, as well as the interviewees are literally across the entire world. (laughs) Like totally different. Like one person, it's like the next day for them, but the other team member, it's like 7am for them. Like it is insanity. And I am the fortunate soul that like coordinates all of this and has to like make sure there's video connections and all of this stuff. You know what? I'm not good at any of that stuff. (laughs) Thing is, is I used to do this in my pre, like a couple of jobs ago and I was pretty damn good at it, but it's just been a while since I've had to like turn that part of my brain back like on and like be on it. And so it has been a bit challenging so much so that I like, I, I basically like legit screwed up. And thankfully the person that was being interviewed, like knew me pretty well. So they were kind, <laughs> but also I was like, so, so sorry. So I like in one email, I gave him the right room. And in another email in like the body of the email, I had minor temporary dyslexia, apparently, where I flip-flopped like two numbers. And so he was like, I guess he was moving quickly or whatever. And he just like went from based on the body of the email, what I wrote. And he went to that room and it was locked, like locked, couldn't get in. And that room was reserved. <laughs> like I reserved the right room, but there, that room too was locked. Like it just turned this, this poor man was 10 minutes late to his interview, partially because of me. <laughs> and like but interviews also, are already stressful. Yes. Oh, for sure. And he was 10 minutes late, partially because of me, but also partially because our video conferencing people <laughs> did not tell me that some of the rooms are specifically locked due to fucking COVID. So so now I'm traumatized and that person's probably traumatized because I have like 10 more interviews to set up. Oh no, oh no, this is going to be Yeah, so now I have to take extreme measures and I'm going to have to tell like our teleconferencing people, you will wait outside the room until it connects. Like this is not going to be like, oh, it'll auto-connect. Like we, no. You will wait outside the room and troubleshoot the matters as they happen, should they happen on demand. Yep. Yep. So there's that. Now, do you feel like in two to three months, you will be a pro? I do. Yes. Because I've done this before. I mean, I haven't had to do as much like, it's just like my brain. I don't know. I just feel slow. Like being like, what am I? I find myself just like looking at the screen and being very busy and then being like, what am I doing? I also am in that, but it's not because of new job because I have a great boss who is giving me plenty of leeway to be as crazy as possible because I have like virtual kindergarten. I have the move. I took the new job and I'm trying hard to do my job, but I'm also learning and I know that in four months I'll be better, but now 
I remember the time frame when I entered career services, which was like our HR gig. Yes. That's when we had like our crisis right. together. And our and my super boss was the one that would sit down and be like, listen, Lisa, I feel like you could be doing better. Did you even try A, B, or C? And I was like, I don't I didn't even know A, B, and C existed. I don't have that in my job, but My realtor and her boss. So my realtor is beautiful. She's just on the same wavelength as me. But my realtor's boss is probably amazing at her job because she's very type A. In fact, she should have her own HGTV. She's just a beautiful person. But she starts off conversations. And I'm not sure if you're getting this at your work, but I remember it from my old job early on. I would get this where they say, hey, I know you're trying. And then (laughs) the big butt comes. But did you notice these don't match or did you see this or could you pick this up or do you have time to? And it gives me stress. I want to be smarter than this, but I also feel like I'm moving in slow motion despite the fact that if I were to schedule out my day, I am doing more. I'm getting almost 20,000 steps because I'm running around everywhere trying to do these things. I yep. am scraping goo gone off my floors because like the runner carpet apparently is not okay. And I'm like, these are things that never needed to be in my brain in the first place. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's always that person that when you take a new thing, so in my case, it's the new move, not the job this time. There's always someone there that's like, are you trying your hardest? And you always have to ask yourself, am I? I don't know. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I like, I, I'm getting these, like some of the, like, okay. I had another instance where <sighs> we had to have someone come in and they was, it requires like special like permissions and stuff. And there are certain processes that have to be in place. And there's like verbiage that says that. And he told me about it like a while ago and he noted it. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, Sounds good. I'll make sure to include that. But like, he didn't say, I just like didn't recall what the the special verbiage was. So anyways, I went ahead and I scheduled someone and I got a notification from the person like approves, you know, that process or whatever, like, Hey, you need to make sure that you have this in there. So I replied all because my boss was on that email, which just like feels, I get very emotional about it. I'm like, (laughs) Oh, another dang, he's going to think I'm an idiot. (laughs) Yes. And and it's just like, thank you so much for the notification. I appreciate your patience as I learn this process. Like, you know, I will make sure to include it next time. And the thing that gets me is like, he's on that email. He sees my reply, but then he replies, he sends, like he replies to me and says, FYI, this is what needs to be written. And I know he's probably just like trying to like, I I would like to think that he's trying to just teach. Right. But to me, it feels like you're an idiot. And this is my way of showing you that you're an idiot. So I I would take it as not, I think you're an idiot. I think that, yeah, I, you're right. I think they are trying to teach. But we are in such a sensitive, like we're like a soft shell crab right now. You can get, I don't have my hard crab right now. I'm a soft crab. So if you say something like, oh, hey, I know you tried, but it's not very good. We'll just start weeping in the bathroom and be like, I'm not there yet. 
thing when you know, I know. And I just, yeah. So that's, that was like another, and I was like, this is just, I just can't seem to get anything right. So like, <laughs> Do you think anyone is actually confident in chaos? No, I don't no. think so. I'm trying to like, you know, so that was the other thing. Oh, when I was scheduling, like when I schedule, sorry, I keep going back to these inner because this is just really crazy. At one point I told my boss, I was like, this is psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I probably shouldn't use those kinds of terms. No, <laughs> like, you should. You, should. And you have permission to feel according to a book that's in a box yes. in my garage. <laughs> no, for sure. It, but it was like, I scheduled like a certain number and then like a couple of hours before I got a notification that they're changing the number. So then it's like, I have to notify all the people that are involved who are all across multiple time zones, who are all like intermittently checking their emails or whatever. Right. So it's right. just like, I don't know if that's the thing. I think that like people don't understand, like I shouldn't, I don't want to assume, but like in my experience, I believe that like a lot of people believe that like, oh, if you just like do executive work, like support executive support work or whatever, it's just like, it's easy. Like you just no. manage a calendar. No. It's not true. People tell you like, oh, we need to have a meeting. Then it's like, it's legit. It takes like two hours worth of like organizing and like coordinating and going back and forth to get that meeting set. <laughs> I have the ability to like sign myself up for a project right now, I'm reluctant to do so because a lot of that project involves me saying, oh yeah, I'll sign up for all the meetings. And in this job, I very messed up three meetings and I'm like, oh, do I want to do that on an everyday basis and just have people inform me that they were displeased with my meeting scheduling? Like that is not my skill set and they want me to be aware of that. That's the only thing preventing me from like accepting this, like, you know, greater responsibility. I was like, it's hard. It is super hard. Yeah. I would have chosen all those COVID closed rooms. <laughs> I would yeah. have chosen. Yeah. I, and so, <laughs> so that's a part of that. The other chaotic thing is like, it's just like, I, Johnny is like finally setting it, settling into his flat and it feels like I'm moving all over again because obviously he's my babe and I love him and I want to help him. And I have been, but it's like, we spent like an entire day just like shopping, looking for furniture, testing things out, doing a bajillion research. And like, we literally spent like, I, I don't, I'm, I, I can be, I'm, I definitely can procrastinate, but like for me, when it comes to house stuff, I'm like, I will have a couch. I will have comforts. Like I will, whatever Johnny's like more methodical and like researches and like, whatever. I just like, I research and then I reach a breaking point point, And then I'm like, I'll pick this one. Anyone, this one will do. This is like, <laughs> I bought a couch without even sitting on it. Like <laughs> that, that's me. I was like, our couch is really that different. And you are bringing all of what's going to happen my next week, which will be on the next podcast because... Oh yeah, get ready. My in-laws are coming to town, which means they're going to want to first tell us what furniture is wrong. So like when we moved into our new house, would you have measured your couches and figured out, is this exact? Well, I measured like the room to make sure that the couch would fit. I, so we knew our couches would fit. We just didn't realize it'd be tight if you want to like move around the room. Yeah. Yeah. So there's other things where then we like brought in a piece of furniture. We're like, huh, 
We haven't seen that in seven months. That needs to go somewhere. That is interesting. So I know I'm going to have to do furniture shopping. I also bought a king size mattress sight unseen because there was like a mattress deal. And since we're talking about chaos, I just want to go down this rabbit hole of trying to figure out where is Mr. UPS delivering my king size mattress. So yeah, sounds fun. Right. It's a good time. So nothing is being delivered on time. So if something was going to be delivered in three to six days, it's times two. I stupidly thought that was still real. If you get a couch, get ready. Unless you get like, I mean, my couch was an Ikea couch, which honestly I was very impressed with. I did have to build it on my own, but there's, that's fine. But most places are taking like three months. Like, I don't know what's been happening, but like, if you look online, I was like looking at stuff online. It's like, I wanted to buy, I think it was like a rug mat or something. And I don't know if it's because I'm just like where I am, but it was like, it will arrive in December. <laughs> I was like, what? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely not. So I was excited that like I'd have a king size mattress by the time we moved in, which was great because we were moving our queen size where like, you know, we punch each other in the face while we're sleeping to the guest room so my parents could sleep on it because they yeah. had back problems. So I was like, great, win-win, woo-woo. And then UPS was like, we're going to deliver it to your old house two weeks late. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to be in the new house. I don't want to bring king-size mattress from old house to new house. Little known fact, it is $5 to change an address to I would have thought it was like $25, $30, You can change the address mid-shipment. I was like, great. So I change it. They're like, great. We'll deliver it to Burke. I'm in the new house. I see Mr. UPS pull up in his truck. I see a Casper mattress box being pushed to the front of the Mr. UPS truck. Yes. So I see it. And the guy looks at our address because again, he's right outside. Delivers nothing to our house, drives away. And then later that day, when I go to old house to go paint something stinky, there's the king size mattress in front of our old house. Thank goodness you got that van. (laughs) And I was like, this is 121 pounds and it could have already been at my house. Oh my gosh. Right. So interesting note. It is still in our garage because you have to like open it and yeah, like, and you have to like, it, like let it breathe for yeah. like 48 hours or whatever. Yeah. Right. And we have been in living in such chaos that we are not doing that right now. So do you have king size sheets? Yes, I do. Oh, that's great. Yes, I do. <laughs> so Mama Coochie came over and we went to Kohl's and Excellent. we picked up some much needed things like a shower curtain because now we have a tubby that needs a shower curtain. And now my kids use it to do terrible things behind, like punch each other in the face when I'm not looking. We used to have a sliding glass door so I could see them and tell them that's not okay. Now they hide behind it and they punch each other in the face or their private parts, either one. Oh, cool. Great. Great. But I did get king size sheets because I was like, oh, that's a thing. I will need that. Yeah, that's a real thing. Okay, well, you're ahead of the game. So there's that. My other chaos, I don't know. I just feel like right now, my entire, like, everything is in a state of chaos. Like, moving. Like, I don't know. Everything just seems like things that would take me normal, like, amounts of time. I'm like, oh, wow, that's taking, like, six hours. Probably shouldn't take that long. Like, 
I should be able to clean my house very quickly. Like I have a cleaning lady that helps me. (laughs) Cleaning lady did so much for us that I wouldn't have predicted just by cleaning old house. And still, yeah, there's so much, there's so much stuff. And yeah, I agree. I was like, I have two tasks on my to-do list. I'm going to go over to old house. It's going to take me one hour and 30 minutes. I'll add 30 minutes just because, and then it takes me three hours. I'm like, mm-hmm, yep, this yeah. is, yeah. But you know what? Whatever. I, I listened to Brene Brown and <laughs> I, she, t- <laughs> she always gets me, you know, she was talking about like, she was talking about how like the pandemic and stuff just basically is like maxing out our mental load. And she was like, <laughs> she was just like, you don't like we are not supposed to be in this like almost like crisis response state or like hoping aspect in our lives for as long as we have been like i just think my brain is i mean i've been positive through the experience i'll i'll be i've definitely had some like crap days too and i just don't know i think like i said i think <laughs> things are just <laughs> really nutty. And I am just trying to like, I caught myself the other at at work and I was like, why? Like, this is really ridiculous. Like ridiculous, like whatever. And then I was like, well, Jana, you know what? Just be calm and cool. Just be calm and cool. And, you know, I will say telling myself that made it better because I think that if I, I don't really like, I personally know that I'm like, in a state of chaos, but I don't really want everyone around me to think that I'm in a state of chaos. Occasionally I blurt it out to people and it scares them. Right. (laughs) And I feel like then that'll label me as I don't think I don't have things under control and I don't want that reputation because your girl's going to get it under control. I just need some time and I need to just research and learn and it'll be fine. But yeah, so I just need to like start saying like more things in my head versus being like looking at my computer screen and being like, oh my God. (laughs) So I was also trying to find coping mechanisms because like, so my chaos has been very similar to what you were saying. So new job, but actually new job has been okay. My boss has been super helpful. My coworkers have been super helpful and the work I've had, I, I've been able to like manage it around schedules. I'm like, this is good. Job is good. Cause I predicted job would be like a fiasco. It has been mostly moving. And then I have to have very discreet tasks per day. So the book I had read, Making Time, which I think I mentioned on the last podcast, it was like, choose a yeah. highlight every day and schedule it. So like my highlights have been like, go work on old house on these two tasks or paint this, or do this, or unpack three boxes and put them in appropriate places. My problem is the chaos has been bubbling around me where not one thing is normal. So I get up and I was like, you know what I should do? Put clothes on. Where's my underwear? I don't know where my underwear is. I went through the underwear. It's now in the wash, but like there should be more underwear in a box. So then I go into a box. I'm like, oh, this is a box of coat hangers and purses. Not helpful. And so now there's just a sea of open boxes. And then significant other Alex will be like, 
uh, do you know where this is? I was like, I saw it a week ago. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I like feel like these kinds of things. I'm like, this someday like is going to make me poor because what I, what my solution will become is outsource it and pay someone to deal with this shit. So it'll just be like, you know what? I'm going to hire an interior decorator. She or he is going to make it look great. This person's going to unpack these boxes. We're going to go on a vacation. We'll come back. And this is all going to be a non-issue. <laughs> so under normal circumstances, so Alex is getting stressed out because his parents are coming this week to help us. And it's always stressful because there's a little judginess. And then I tend to take things personally. Like you were telling me I'm failing. I don't like to fail. And I've decided a coping mechanism for chaos because there's just a sea of boxes. We're not going to put them all away. And then we can't put them all away because we've moved stuff in and we're like, that's not going to work long-term. Like we brought our rugs from our old house, even though they're not our favorite, because it was so echoey in the house with our kids screaming all the time. So my coping mechanism is to pretend I am on Queer Eye, our favorite TV show. Right. People come in, unpack my stuff, tell me, give me some tough love. And yet we'll probably have some drinks later and we'll have like, you know, a beautiful moment where they're like, this is what I made for you. This is what I unpacked for you. And pretend it's like one of the shows I binge watch, maybe home edit. Yeah. I watched home edit too. Like a rainbow color scheme of the boys' books. Yeah. And all the beautiful things will happen. So I'm going to kind of do a Slojana and outsource it. And then pretend every day is a new episode where I'm like, oh, episode two is we have done some gardening and now we have flowers. There were no flowers before. It's an improvement. Will we keep it? Maybe, maybe it'll change. It'll be fine. We're going to outsource this. But the chaos has been like, I want to read, but then I look around and I'm like, I am sitting on five blankets. These should probably be put away. Also. Where is my brush? And should I take a shower? It's been a day and I've been painting. I still have paint on my hands. So I feel like I haven't had time to do it. Here's how I knew it was a problem. So the neighborhood we moved into is super active, meaning there are people walking their dogs or just walking in their active clothes, which is appropriate because they're being active. And they start as early. <laughs> a.m. and they go to like 9 p.m. There'll be like the headlamps on their head and there are paths there that go through forest areas. And wow, you know what I haven't done? Any paths. Alex comes back and tells me there's beautiful walkways, there's bridges, there's things. I haven't seen it because like when the, he takes the kids out, I'm like, well, now's the time to organize something in my face. Right. And I know that that's, we've talked about meditation. I have the walking meditation. I think I need to start walking. It needs to be my coping mechanism for chaos. That's it. I know. So it's, it's been a lot. And even just scheduling this podcast where we yeah. wanted to be earlier, but I, I sent you messages like, I just found out it's back to school night virtually, or I don't know where I am. I have no laptop. I'm in front of Total Wine and Beverage waiting for <laughs> to get out of the doctor's office. I bought $150 worth of wine and booze. As you should. <laughs> hey, you don't know. We might be going into a second wave of this shit. And right. 
you know, you just at this point, it's like you want to learn, you hope you learn from round one mistakes, right? Like just get whatever you need, order all the stuff and don't worry about the money because you won't be going anywhere. So you'll recoup whatever it is that you spent. So that's all good. Here's some happy things. One happy place I have at the end of the day is the office. I can watch the office and it gives me a happy brain pooping out any data dumps I need. Happy. And then when I need to go do like painting, I, I've painted so much dumb things this week and last week. When I need to go do painting or scrubbing or clean something, I put on the Office Ladies podcast. And uh-huh. they are delightful where it's just Pam and Angela talking about beautiful things. And that has been my happy moment. And then using, I know you know about this, my deep soak tubby. Oh my God. Yes. I'm all about that bathtub life. I just ordered bath bombs and I they'll take like I six weeks. Bombs. I need take like six weeks to get here, but I ordered them. (laughs) And what do you call those, the bath organizers? Is that a thing? Oh yeah, I have one. The one that goes like over the tub. Yeah, mine is pretty nice. I can send you the link I got from Amazon, but it has like a holder where you can put your iPad and watch a show. It has like a little circle for your wine glass, another side for your candle. I don't know, maybe a vibrator if you're into that kind of thing. Like that's another thing. So my mother-in-law is going to come and go through our boxes. And again, she's a very nice girl for wanting to do that. Do you know where my vibrator is? I don't know. Do <laughs> you know where our sex toys are? I don't know. It's in the basement somewhere. It's going to be a surprise. <laughs> do, you know where, do you want to know where our weird sex positions book is? I don't know. I don't know where that one is. It's going to be a surprise. I did. Oh, this was my blown away moment of the week. So one of the reasons I felt such anxiety is stager lady who me and her do not see eye to eye, but guess what? I'm not, I'm not living in my house. She can stage it any way she wants. She had a deadline of like Thursday. She's coming in. Staging is happening. Mm -hmm. She did interesting things on the house. She chose pictures that it would never occur to me. I don't good or bad, but one thing she did was open up coffee table books. So if you have like a scuff on a bookshelf that you're like, ooh, that's a big ding ding. Open up one of your coffee table books and just flip it open to an interesting page that just makes you like, it catches your eye and it almost makes you go over and you're like, oh, what's that? Oh, I- oh interesting. It's a good idea. The book she chose was Still Oceanscapes. I'm not gonna lie. I love the ocean. It's a pretty terrible book. It was a green water. I was like, what am I looking? I love the ocean. And yet you've, how is this the book you chose? But I may take that like to my own taste and maybe pull out coffee table book. And it's going to be like weird things that. Yeah, that seems clever. Maybe not our Kama Sutra book. That would be weird, but something else. Or it could be great. You could be like, we're a sex positive home. And you should not be felt told to feel shameful about your human innate desires. Yeah. And everyone like people are like prudish, but like everyone wants to talk about sex. Right. And if this book made you feel dirty, I now have more than one shower in the house. You can use one of them. That's it. Cool off. Cool off. (laughs) 
Okay. Should we do pillars? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. Great. Yeah. Right. Productivity on my end. I have a living room. I have an area rug now. Look at you. Long, yeah. It's, it, I've been really into the color blue lately, maybe because I think like water, calming, whatever, and have plants and stuff now. So that's the green piece for nature. So that was productivity. Laughter. Hmm. Let me tell you guys about something that happened to me today. I was provided a certain, like in my new place, I was provided furniture. And then when my like shipment slash like my orders and stuff came in, I have, was given the right to have that excess furniture removed. So no problem. Pretty great. They arrived today. And I... I have a bad habit when I'm like watching TV and for whatever, like it's rare that I like don't take my bra off the moment I come home, but sometimes I'm feeling wild, you know? So anyways, usually what happens is if I do, if I do that, if I keep it on and I'll like be watching a show or something, it'll just like get so uncomfortable. And so I'm like, Oh no, this is a bad idea. So I take it off and I have a bad habit of shoving it into the like cushions. Cause I was like, Oh, <laughs> this doesn't need to be displayed right now. I'll get I love it later. the cushions though. Like I put like, I'm trying to think what I even put in the cushions. I don't think, I assume I would lose it forever. How do you know to go back and get them? I just, I don't know. Cause I like, I'm like, Oh, I'm low on bras. And then I like realized that I've like shoved like six in the like cushions and then I find them again. Well, anyways, these two mover guys, proper Brits, like very <laughs> like, hello, mom. Uh, like whatever. Anyways. So this guy is like getting, there was a, an additional couch here and I was like, Oh, okay. Like you can take that. And he's like, oh yeah, let me just make it lighter. So he's like, I'll remove the cushions first. I, for the record, like it was only one, I didn't even know like it was in there because I had no, I just didn't think about it. And he removes the cushions and I kid you not, like seeing his face, he was like turning red and he was very embarrassed because Brits are like very, very polite. And he was like, and like the way he took the cushion off, it kind of like flung on him. I just and like looked up a really sexy bra. It was it was it was like this navy blue lacy number, which I was really proud of for myself of myself. But also, he was probably like this girl's a slurdy slurt, despite the fact <laughs> <laughs> he probably thought it like ended up there because there was like I was having a shag on the couch, you know. You should that think is not that. You're a beautiful lady. People want to shag yes. you on that couch. <laughs> So I like looked at him and he was like mortified and I was like, sorry. And I like slow, it was like, it felt like it was slow motion. I like slowly just like took the bra off. <laughs> like, 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 cause he pulled the cushion up and it like flung on his like shoulder. And I just like took it off and I was like, sorry. And he was like, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah. And he just like moved on. <laughs> So that was my laughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good laugh. And for my butter burn. So Peloton just started this new series called Bike Boot Camp. Oh. And what it does is it you can you you spin, but you also do like strength training in between. And I did I was I was doing like the beginner ones that they had that were like 20 or 30 minutes. 
And today I did a 45 minute one with two off the bike sessions. So it was like spin. Then we did like these every minute on the minute workouts, then spin again. And then we did what they call an AMRAP is like as many rounds as possible and then spinning again. And I felt great and I'm very sore already. So yeah, that was my butter burn. You have all the muscles now? Working on it, working on it. So that is all I have. How about you, my friend? I mean, that's pretty good. I have gone back to the roots of Slajana, which is choose one thing per day. Amen. For my productivity. So like I scheduled that highlight that I kind of mentioned earlier. So like today's highlight was add all the bulbs that needed to. And like then it had to be soft lighting, not daylight. It's very... I had a long conversation with a Home Depot guy about the differences Mm -hmm. between bright light, daylight, and soft light, and all the things. And What was his preferred preferred one? So he said, most people prefer daylight because it's the brightest. It would be like being outside and everything is illuminated in your room. But my realtor and people probably like yourself would prefer soft lighting because that's mimicking candlelight. So you'll often see frosted bulbs and it will give off that glow that just softens everything. And if you have imperfections in your house, or maybe you don't want to see all your pores on your friends and guests, then you should probably not do daylight. You should do soft white. The in-between is bright light. So that's kind of a, a mixture of the two. Daylight is the super one, which is of course what we put in all of our lights in our house, which is yeah. how the realtor like lost her mind and was like, or, or but the- I prefer daylight. Like when I'm doing my makeup, don't give me soft light. Right. I don't know. Like I don't want to end up with like a streak of like foundation Wait. on one side. Like, Give me the brightest lights that you can give me. Also, show me all the imperfections. Let's live a very wabi-sabi life where you show those imperfections. It's what makes us alive. So that is not what people prefer. And our Scandinavian friends who love their candles would also say they would not prefer that. But productivity-wise, it was like schedule two things. And I was getting those done and then anything else seemed like bonus. And there was times where I felt like I could like decompress. So I could go and take a bath for like an hour because I had done all these different things. And I will combine that with butter off the bun. So I have not been doing any actual workouts. I've also not been walking, but... I've been burning so many calories just by living off fumes because I would leave, I would drop, I, I would drop Eric off at daycare. I would then go over to the old house. I'd spend three hours just running around, packing up all the stuff, picking up all the stuff, moving all the stuff, unpacking boxes. If I had meetings, I was often doing something during those meetings where I'm like listening, but I'm like folding laundry at the same time. So at the end of the day, Despite the fact that we had to leave our treadmill and our workout equipment to stage a gym in our basement, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't need the trampoline at night to get in my like steps for my step at challenge because I've already like completed all of them. You've done it all. Yeah. Right. All those steps were built into your crazy schedule. Right. So my Weight Watchers goal was to try to maintain my goal weight for at least a month. And I've succeeded. I have yes. Yay. All right. A little snap, snap, snap for you. 
And that's despite a week of takeout where we ordered pizza for our movers. There were six guys that were helping move. So we were like, let's order them pizza because they're going to be here through lunch. We ordered them pizza. They didn't eat a lot of the pizza. We ordered 10 pizzas because they're like, you know, guys in their 20s. So I'm like, they'll eat a whole pizza by themselves. I don't know if it was because of COVID. I mean, we did order it from another place. They saw that, but they only took like one or two pizzas with them. And I was like, we have 10. And while my parents are here, we're not eating. So for four days, if anyone asked for pizza in the house, I was like, sure, we got tons of pizza. So I felt pretty good that even despite pizza for four days, I was still doing well on the goal weight. Yeah, that's great. I'm proud of you. Thank you. And then laugh out loud. So I did do two career fairs for the past couple of days. Even though I'm not in HR anymore, I am still helping out as an ambassador in my new job. So I'd signed up like weeks ago. I probably shouldn't have signed up for them because I had a ton of stuff to do, but I was like, all right. So what it is, you sit virtually and people's chats pop up and you talk to them and their resume is right off to the side of the chat. So normally what I'll do is someone will pop up and be like, I have questions. And then I read their resume to try to figure out like, what's your background or something. Yeah. There were a couple resumes where I was like, that is a choice you made. So one lady popped up and it had her name and right underneath it before it listed experience or anything else, it said motivational and thought leader. And you know how I feel about the term thought leader. I'm just like, oh my gosh. But then to put on top of it, motivational. I was like, that is, that's ballsy. That yeah. New full on VJJ right there. To yeah. I mean, it's just like, you're like, what douchebaggery is this? <laughs> like- <laughs> and then at the end of our chat, so she's asking me about jobs, right? So at the end, I was like, do you have any other questions? She's like, no. Do you need anything from me? is what she asked me. And I was like, first of all, that's a pro gamer move. I'm going to start incorporating that because you know, it throws people off, but makes you think they care. And very few people are going to say, oh, I have a list of things for you. Could you help me with self-assessments? Could you help me with this? This Painting my house. Do you have any ideas on painting a house? I I see you say thought leader. Could you listen to our podcast and tell us what you think thought leader? That'd be great. Yep. I didn't, I didn't list those off, but I was like, I'm going to start asking people, do you what, what can I do for you? It seems like hashtag boss lady. I'm going to see if it bites mm-hmm. me. But... So then... I just feel like it could. <laughs> <laughs> it could. I'm excited though. I got to try. My word of the year is try. I'm going to try. That's it. That's it. So the one that really made me laugh out loud, because that one was more like roll your eyes, was a guy that was asking, hey, what jobs do you have? And like, have you looked at my resume? Where do you think I would fit? And his name is at the top. And then right underneath, it has how to contact him, a phone number, and his email. His email is monkeybuttpro at gmail.com. <laughs> and I said, you know, I've seen lots of resumes, especially people right out of college who don't realize like, hey, that was a cool, quirky, funny email, but now you're applying to the intelligence community. So maybe right. you can do that. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this guy a solid. I'm going to let him know that I see this. So I said, Hey, do you realize on your resume, you have this email listed monkey butt pro at Gmail without missing a beat. He's like, yes, it's from my graphic design job. Oh Oh, my God. Okay. 
All right. Well, I'm just going to stop there because very clearly uh, you like, didn't say, do you think I should change it? Here's right. It's like, like, this would have been an easy fix. Right. 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 Just, I don't know. I also have like a, <laughs> thank goodness it was at least a Gmail. I think I am a crazy person. And when people are like at Yahoo, I'm like, I, I can't. Johnny has a <laughs> Yahoo address, like for another email. And I'm just like, but why? <laughs> I have, if you don't have Gmail, you're dead to me. <laughs> like dad has Yahoo. And we're like, dad, come on. And I saw several Yahoos over those two days. I'm like, I bet you do. Are you just asking for like spam? Like Yahoo. I, know. I have decided the one thing that will make me lose my mind is not all the chaos we've just talked about. It's not being asked to do another coat of dovetail in my bathroom. It is when I open up my safety browser that I like to use for work because it's got all the antivirus stuff on it. And when I type something into the search, the URL bar, I assume you would only use Google. Maybe Bing if you're feeling super stupid. But when Yahoo does the search for me and I forget it's set to Yahoo. I was like, oh, Yahoo. It's insulting. <laughs> and none Bing of the search makes results so make sense. None of the search Bing makes me, Yeah, it's crazy. It's so crazy. So anyways, just use Google. It's super powerful for a reason. Just do it. Yeah, they have all of our information. That's why it's so good. Yahoo has nothing. And so when you ask job fair... It comes back with antelope mating practices. I That's don't. That's it. Yeah. Seems right. Seems there right. Anyway. Anyways. Ask that guy for some graphic design work. He's looking for a yes. job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, hopefully you've enjoyed this psychotic and crazy chaotic episode. It, you know, we I love I, you I, all. It's, it's made me feel better. I Thanks. hope it's made everyone else feel like they're not failing at life. We're all in the chaos. It's great. That's it's it. Great. That's it. All right. right. LOL.